test. Here we are with the pound for pound number one wolf. He's back. Um, you're, you're one of my favorite people to do podcasts with, man. Honestly, because you're so knowledgeable. And um, just I want to take that number one spot this year, I think. I'm your, <clears throat> I'm, I'm your biggest contender. And I just... I won't, what do you expect this year? Because last year, I think he won like three different groups. I think he won the fantasy football. You went back to back in bowl mania, and then you had the NFL total wins. Uh, what do you, what do you expect this year? Do you, what do you say you're going to go over or under 2.5 championships this season? Oh, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. <laughs> That's just how I am. What about Ethan Harrison? Do you think he's going to go under or over 0.5? I think he might make the consolation playoffs in fantasy. Does that count? <laughs> uh, well, there's going to be eight spots in fantasy this year. and um... You're really trying to make it uh, easy for him, but he's still going to make it hard for himself. So. Well, see... The thing is, is it's actually going to be harder for him because there's two extra. Uh, there's two new, yeah. yeah. So he, he's, but he said this is his number one fantasy football league this year. He really wants to make an impact this year because right now he's 0 3 and not making the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting, man. Um, what's. Going into it, what what do you think the most important position to draft first? And is a quarterback? Are you <laughs> back to back quarterback? Well, at fourteen picks, it depends on my pick. If I'm number fourteen, you gotta pick the best quarterback in the league. They score more points than any position. I don't know why people don't draft them sooner. Some people wait nine or ten rounds to draft a quarterback when in reality there's like the top five quarterbacks are scoring just as much if not more than pretty much every positional other positional player but yeah I, it I depends mean, where you it depends where you fall i guess yeah it's not it's not looking like you're gonna get that top spot this year too because the Eagles kind of let you down again. Yesterday, they only had 18 points. They would have had 25 if Dion Kane could catch an easy touch pass in the back of the end zone last night. But that was one of Chris Ballard's many misses, man. Mm-hmm. But going into this, I know we had a couple of our props that we wanted to talk about. We had the Lions. The Lions have not won since... The year I was born, it was 31 years ago. Um, will they get a playoff win this year? Do they end the drought? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's such a profound answer. I just. I mean, they weren't that good last year. Man, I. They're getting so much hype, and I kind of don't understand why. Like. Their one position that they were super strong in, they got rid of both those guys and just brought in like two other guys. And mm-hmm. I still think the Vikings are the team to beat in their division. Yeah, Vikings crazy, for sure. I don't think they'll even win their division. 
honestly think that the Packers could be better than them. I'm interesting to see Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, they looked solid in their first preseason game, so that that yeah. division's wide open. I know some guys who think the Bears are going to win that division, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll even make the playoffs, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> it would not surprise me one bit. Um, we'll jump on to the next section, which is, what are your thoughts on the running backs not getting enough money? Is it fair? What do you think on that? Like the whole Jonathan Taylor situation kind of seems like a mess. I think um, I think you kind of pay for what you get, and I don't think that uh, I don't think running back uh, long like long term wise they typically don't last as long as like wide receivers or quarterbacks, um, and then obviously like the uh, the phenomenon of like passing game has gotten so like crazy with players like uh, Patrick Mahomes. And honestly, like, I know he hasn't played yet, but Anthony Richardson, I feel like he's going to have a lot of kind of crazy, like off the, off the run throws, um, like throwing deep bombs. I think the passing games like become more emphasized. I think like there's a lot of injuries with running backs and um, it's just like, why would you want to pay someone if they might not even work for half the year, you know? Yeah, it's he did like pretty average last year too. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it was the first two seasons where he was like easily a top three back. He was like one of the worst picks in fantasy last year. He was supposed to go number one. He didn't even come close mm-hmm. uh to that. So uh I don't know, man. I think at one point I'm like Jim Mercer, <clears throat> you're gonna be an annoying uh, you should just pay him. But the, on the other hand, I'm like, Jonathan Taylor, you're kind of being a little bit of a diva, and I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like when people, players don't get their way and they demand a trade, like, right off the bat. It's like, do you even really want to be here? Because why would you do that, like, as soon as you have one disagreement? It seems kind of silly. But I guess he's asking for like $16 million, which I think is absolutely crazy for a running back. Like yeah. I could see giving him like a Derrick Henry-like deal of like 10 to 12. Um, but he's not even done with his rookie year and just, you know, he's wanting so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's honestly, if he's going to be this way, then I say just pick up another legit back in next year's draft and pay him the rookie but we'll see how it all plays out I'm honestly I think I'm like you I'm like the running back doesn't really like you could have two average dudes you know and be just fine at running back you don't need that star running back who will take like 16 million of your cap like if I was the owner I wouldn't want that I'd Mm -hmm. rather have what the Lions have with the Alabama um, rookie running back, Gibbs coming in, and David Montgomery. Both those guys are solid. That's probably going to be a solid tandem in the league. And um, none of those guys are going to pay, like, top dollar by any means. So, and what can – what Super Bowl winner can you say, oh, they they won because they had a really good running back? Um 
Like, I can't even remember mm. the last Super Bowl team that had a really good running back. So That's I a good know. point. I don't know. Like at, the, at the top of my head, I don't see I, – I, I can't even think of uh, when a ran, running back, like, ran all over a team in the Super Bowl. No, I think about it. Yeah, the only running back that I feel like is super dominant um, is, like, Derrick Henry. Like, oh no, Josh Jacobs is pretty monster. dominant too. Josh Jacobs, he was very solid last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I Derrick Henry I think is definitely the best. But yeah, if I'm an owner, I'm not paying 16 mil for our back, but we'll see how it all plays out. Um mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the Chiefs. And it's clear that their number one option is Kelsey, but <clears throat> Out of wide receivers, like who's Patrick Mahomes gonna throw to? I don't know. I think it's just gonna be kind of similar to last year, where they were, um, obviously like obviously they lean on Kelsey, but they were throwing to pretty much everybody. Um, I know uh, uh, Juju is gone, obviously, um, but. I don't know. I think it's going to be another committee year. I know we were talking about Kadarius Tony last year, but he got uh, some. He had some injury problems, so yeah, I, I don't know. A lot, some people are saying Sky Moore is going to be I'm is going to be Justin the option. Ross is kind of taking a leap too. Yeah, like, it's just weird that they can't like attract a good receiver there when they, when they have a really good quarterback. You know, like yeah, that they can't a... sign somebody like just very solid over the off season. Especially after winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's absurd, man. Didn't you get um, Kelsey in, like, the third round last year? I got him. Yeah, all these people complaining about my quarterbacks. I drafted Travis Kelsey at 24. That means 11 people passed him up in the second round. So I got him in the second round, and not to mention I picked Jonathan Taylor as the first pick, and he didn't even play really. So and I still dominated, and um, picked four QBs proudly. But hey, anyone else could have picked those four QBs. We get one pick per round, and everyone was passing them up. I, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. We, but, yeah. we have the Brandon Freimeyer rule, man. That there's only two QBs per team this year, man. You, you it's like the Tom Brady uh, tuck rule, man. We created this specifically for you. Kind of wonder what why that rule is in place, man. That all, you can draft a QB anytime, man. <laughs> um, do you think you will draft a Kansas City wide receiver? Is that definitely a pass for you? Later, later round, if I maybe, I don't know. I don't even know which one I would draft. Honestly, it's like kind of, kind of like just wait and see what happens, kind of thing. Yeah, honestly, um, I could tell you this: if Kelsey's there first round, where I'm at, I'm definitely taking him because he's clearly well, top yeah. tight end. He's um, honestly like a wide receiver one, in my opinion. Yeah, nobody comes close to his tight end usage. But for Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver, I'm not touching any of them. I don't care what round it is. I don't – I can't trust any of them. 
Um, I can't believe I got him. Uh, yeah. And the 24th pick, I just – I that was beyond me. Tight ends is actually like people don't understand how important that position is because I remember um, basically your Super Bowl matchup, Jaws, he picked Rob Gronkowski one year in the first round, and I'm like, what the heck is this guy doing? This guy's – he that he has no idea what he's doing, but guess what? He like completely smoked everybody that year. He got the Super Bowl, and Titan is a very important position. So whoever's gonna get Kelsey, I mean, they're gonna be in the mix for sure because guys getting Titan fourteen, like they're gonna be struggling for sure mm-hmm. as they're starting Titan. They're going to have some issues, but we'll go on to the next one. Um, I have a sleeper team for this NFL season that I think could do some serious damage. Do you have a sleeper team that you think will be better than what people think? I would go with the Saints. I don't know why people have them so low. I know like, like they have Derek Carr coming in. They have Jamal Williams as their second running back. They still got Michael Thomas. They got Olave. Like, they have a good team, like offense. I don't like defense, no, but I think that they'll they'll be very solid. Yeah, I mean, their um, wide receiver duo, if Michael Thomas could stay healthy, I mean, that is a solid duo, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. And then Derek Carr is definitely like my. I have a friend last year who was calling him used car, but mm-hmm. he he's clearly the best QB in that division. I mean, mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter played at Cincy. They don't play anybody in college. Um, mm-hmm. Like they had their hands full with IU. Um, you think he's going to be lining up the NFL? I don't think so. That um, division is very bad. I think the Saints will win that division. Yeah, I, th- I think they definitely will. I'll be shocked if they don't. Baker Mayfield, not sold on him, especially what happened last year. He looked horrible, man. Yeah. And um, Bryce Young has looked terrible. Like, I read a bunch of comments from Colts fans, like, so happy that we didn't I just, end up with Bryce Young. I just want to know who this Falcons running back is that everyone is saying is a is a first round fantasy pick. Oh uh, yeah, Bijan Robinson. I don't get that hype. Like I like him. how can you how can you just say yeah he's a number one you know like that guy, quick. He Someone in our league will pick him. Somebody yeah. in our league will pick him number one, and it's it's not going to be me. No, it's it's not gonna be me either. Rookie running backs um, rarely, I feel like, um, like I think what is he going by running back three or something? He's going really high. They have him like top five. Yeah. yeah. I don't and I don't I don't understand the hype over a rookie running back. It kind of reminds me of Ricky Williams how they had. The Saints traded everybody, every pick they had, so they could draft a number uh, in the first round. I don't know if you remember that. Man. 
really yeah, hyped him yeah, up. Yeah, I didn't but, remember that. And he was he wasn't a bust. He just wasn't like what they thought he was gonna be. He did have some good seasons. I don't know. I don't know the guy. I'm not gonna draft him in the first round. I don't know. I don't know him. No, I um I made the mistake and I drafted Christian McCaffrey his rookie year. I don't think I'll ever draft a rookie running back and then he he didn't even do good and that's Christian McCaffrey. So I just can't trust a rookie running back. Here's my sleeper team though, and I think they could definitely make a Super Bowl run. And it's the Seahawks. Because they have mm-hmm. three Geno Smith. Yeah. They have three wide receiver ones though. They got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and then um, Jackson Smith and Jay Glue. And he's people forget, but he was an absolute monster. Like last year he was injured, but that guy is freakishly good. Like he's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they picked up um, the UCLA running back who's going to be with Kenneth Walker, Walker. So they got two legit backs. I think they have Noah Fant as their tight end and um, the old Jacksonville uh, tight end as Walt Dizzy, I think, who's mm-hmm. also like really, really good. So their offense, it's going to come. It sounded like you said Walt defense. Disney. <laughs> yeah. I know you talk. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, man, you know. But their offense is gonna be like insane. Um, Really, like teams in the NFC. I mean, there's not that many contenders. I feel like it's gonna be the 49ers and the Seahawks. I think whoever gets out of there um, is gonna get the job done. but we got to go back to fantasy football. What percentage would you give yourself in winning back-to-back titles for fantasy football? Hmm. I would say... I think I'm going to take it again this year just because... I ran my team very well last year. I was very smart. I had well-timed trades, as usual. People hated on my four quarterbacks, but, you know, come on. Guys, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast right now, you had nine rounds to draft a quarterback. Nine. I drafted four of them. Why didn't you just draft one, man? You know, you could have just <laughs> taken it right from me. And just you could have had Jalen Hurts, and I think I drafted him in like the sixth round. That guy scored more points than any player on your team. Jalen Hurts was a monster, man. Actually, I'm at my computer right now. Let me look this up. Fantasy stats 2022 PPR. Um, We'll go to ESPN sites since we use that. 2022 season, all PPR, okay, all offensive players, points, fantasy points. All right. Jalen Hurts had 378 points. That is more than any player besides Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, who who drafted both of them? My sister. Your sister. So she was smart, and like me. <laughs> We're the only two smart people, I guess, in the league. No, I'm just kidding. 
if you're listening, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I know you guys don't know me that well, but you need to know I'm kidding. But also, kind of not. Think about this. Jalen Hurts scored more points than any of your players on your team. And I also had Travis Kelsey, who was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He was 12th in scoring. So he scored probably more points than anybody on your team. And I drafted him in the 24th pick. And then I did have Lamar Jackson, who got hurt. But I did trade him. But, like, if he didn't get hurt, he probably would have been top five in scoring. You know what I mean? He had all these opportunities, okay? All these opportunities to grab these people, and you decide to draft running back threes and wide receiver threes instead. (laughs) How does that make any sense, man? You get the valuable player, man. And, oh, Lamar Jackson, I'm looking at him. He's, like, probably – I think he was, like, 30. He scored 236 points. You could have got him. Man, I I just – you know, just – He's available. I didn't see a player that was more valuable than the guys I was drafting, so I just drafted them. I knew they would have value, and you know, uh, some other GMs were hitting me up requesting trades, and I was glad to hear what they had to say because you know I didn't have a use for them other than maybe some value. So I just think you know you can't hate. Amon St. Brown for Lamar Jackson. That was a fleece. That was a stealman. Yeah, and initially he did uh, the trade. Was it Jaron Judy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, instead of uh, St. Brown, wouldn't do it. So he gave me St. Brown, which is like, okay, I'll take St. Brown. And, you know, but I'm just saying, why do people not draft quarterbacks sooner? Why do they draft wide receiver threes and running back twos over, over quarterbacks who score 400 points? And that's more than anybody any player i think it's what the so-called experts like tell you to do but honestly yeah i think it's really i think it's important for you to have a top five quarterback if you want to stand any chance in winning your fantasy football league like you can't you're not gonna win with like kyler murray or Mm -mm. guys like that um but yeah, it, it will be interesting. Um, so this year, it's going to be 12 weeks of regular season. And then there's oh. going to be a double elimination, 18. Um, so actually, there's going to be like a half. So there's going to be a first half and a second half. And like two weeks. And mm-hmm. that will be around. And then... The following week will be that, and then it will end on week 18 um, mm-hmm. for the championship game. So basically, um, it's not going to be single elimination this year. So people, if they're behind after a week, they'll have a chance to catch up. But I'm excited, man. I'm so super excited. And obviously, I is one of my favorite things to do, man. So I say that in good fun because I'm I'm not you know I'm. I like to have fun and jest and stuff like that. But hey, man, ten Me rounds, too, man. get a quarterback, man. Get it. Just get a quarterback, dude. Get get a good quarterback. Don't wait till round eight or nine, man. You know what I mean? Do Do you get donuts at at nine p.m. when the donuts are not fresh anymore? No, man. You get them at six a.m., five a.m. You know what I mean? 
Okay, I have another prediction that you need to make. I think yes. in all my years of being a commissioner, I don't think I've won a single. I'm like the Detroit Lions. I, uh, the <laughs> leagues I host. Now I've won other leagues, but the leagues I host, I don't think I've won a single playoff series. Do you think that changes for me this year? Like you don't that you haven't won the NFL, like uh, fantasy football series. Not in my league. I haven't. Oh, in your league, playoffs. yeah. I I think you can. I mean, it's eight teams. That's I don't know. Like that's a lot of teams. There's a lot of variables. A lot of injuries could happen. I think you could do it, man. You trust me, man. I don't trust Ethan. He just has a trend, and it's not making his trend is not making the playoffs. So I just don't. I don't trust Ethan, man. But I, I, I mean. Just- Team name was I'm winning, and then it was he was like literally in last place. So uh, I think it'd be interesting this year having 14 teams. That's going to be an all-out grind just to make the playoffs. Yeah, like you're not going to feel safe like the last couple weeks of the season unless you are like in the one through four or five spots. You yeah, know what I mean? and especially here's the thing: is if you have a player go down with injury that you drafted early on, you're going to be big trouble. Unless you the get, wire is not going yeah. to be as juicy with that many teams. Yeah. And one thing I've always hated about the waiver wire is I did it one year when I ran a league is like, if you used your waiver, you would go to the bottom of the list and you'd stay there until someone else picked up somebody. But I, his, I've always hated that it resets every week so like if you do have an injury but like you know you're still doing good you it's just not fair because i feel like you're always go to the bottom and it like just favorites the team the ethan harrisons of the league you know just keeps putting them at the top of the waiver <laughs> wire so he can just you know you he'll know, be just there like, man he'll be there yeah you know what i'm talking about though like it's uh like i feel like if i save a waiver for like week 10 and I finally get a pickup week 10. I, sh- I feel like that's uh, – if I haven't used my waiver to pick up these players each week, I feel like I, my waiver should be uh, saved for week 10 and it should stay at the top of the list. Like it's like a – you know, I don't think – I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just kind of speaking some things in the the uh, commissioner's ears right now, you know. <laughs> I hear you loud and clear, man. We, we got to get to these big 10 – our conference, this Big Ten, soon to be Big 18 next year, uh, win totals, which I wanted to start off with uh, Illinois, which is at 6.5. Do you find that over or under for these guys? Mm, well, they just lost um, one of their coaches to Purdue. They lost their quarterback, I, I, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I would say under. I've never been high on Illinois. Here's the thing. I'm going to say over because their schedule is pretty safe. They play Toledo, Kansas, Florida Atlantic, Nebraska, Minnesota. That's That will be a toss-up. That's the game right there. Indiana and Northwestern. So I'm going to say they get seven. Yeah, 
So I'm going over. We got the Indiana Hoosiers at four wins. I I I mean I can see that because they are in the weaker division too. But I don't know. Purdue always likes to beat them. So Purdue's not good. Not going to be that good this year. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, unfortunately. You said and who do you say Indiana Hoosiers? Yeah, they got four. Do you so since it's a even number, you could say over under. Or you think it will be a push? I think they'll probably get four wins. Like I, I think that's about right. Yeah, they've been trending downhill. Man, here's the thing. I I'm obviously went to IU. I'm gonna cheer for IU, but this that and I like Tom Allen. I really do. Like he had a couple good years, but the problem with him is like. He's still a high school coach, man, coaching in one of the best divisions or conferences in, like, all of football. And he's a high school coach. He gets, like, excited. Like, the most embarrassing thing, I think, was, like, when he was, like, jumping up and down, like, high-fiving people, acting like we won the Super Bowl when we, like, won – and double overtime at home against like Western Kentucky. And I was like, okay, this is freaking embarrassing. Like he should be like mad at this, but like he was going to static. Mm-hmm. And it's man, I use just a losing culture. Like, I don't know why. They don't man. emphasize football or support their football program because a bunch of uh, people root for Notre Dame football and IU basketball. Which is weird, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And uh, I was actually talking to Ethan about that. I said he was wearing a Notre Dame shirt. I said I thought you were an IU fan. He said, "Oh, I'm a Notre Dame football fan." I'm like, "So are you a Notre Dame basketball fan?" He's like, "No, I'm an IU basketball fan." I'm like, "How does that make any sense? That's not the same school." Yeah, you know. But that's probably why they don't support their football program. You know, and I think. If there's no money into it, there's no not as much money into recruiting, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go under. Um, I think there's only two games that could, like, really, like, I'm confident that they could win just because these schools are trash. They got Indiana State and Akron. But outside of that, like, I don't know if they'll win a Big Ten game. Like, they have, like, Rutgers and Maryland. No, they probably can't beat Maryland because Tua's brother's still there. So I'm gonna go under in that. I don't. I and I think Tom Allen honestly might get let go. We have um, Iowa at over under seven point five wins. Over Iowa always is good. (laughs) Yeah, and they got um, who? Who's that? quarterback that Michigan bailed on who's actually like led him to the playoffs um they got him in the transfer portal so they're I think they're like gonna be let me look that up real quick Michigan transfer I can't believe I can't remember his name Cade McNamara yeah Cade McNamara he's like a Really good game manager. Yeah. And he's going to have a solid defense. And I 
I'm going to say they have nine wins. Like, I think they'll yeah. definitely get over 7.5. They might be in the Big Ten championship. I think they for sure lose to Penn State. I don't see, like, a lot of, like, games where, I don't know, like, maybe maybe Wisconsin, too. Well, Wisconsin on the road, it looks like. But Penn State's supposed to be really, really good this year, and Wisconsin's all like Wisconsin's going to be good too. So I think I don't know. I could see them going ten and two, honestly. Yeah, Penn State and Wisconsin are the only two teams I think will challenge them. Um, and I don't even know who the quarterback is for both those two teams. So both mm-hmm. those are in question. Um, we got Maryland at over or under seven wins. Mm. Or push. I'm saying push. I'm going to say, man, they're on the Big Ten East. I say, yeah, I say seven. I say seven wins. Seven seven and five sounds about right because, I don't know, if you're not Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State, that's, that's tough being in the Big Ten East. That's why I'm like glad that Purdue's not in the Big Ten East because uh, the West is much much easier. But yeah, I think seven. I think seven wins. They they got a solid team. Like you said, they have two of his brothers. He's still there. So yeah, they'll definitely make a bowl game. They don't have a defense there, so they'll they'll be so many tight games for them. But he's I think he's a senior this year, so mm-hmm. he has that senior leadership and he he's a solid player. Um, we got Michigan at 10.5 wins. I'm going to go 11, so over. Honestly, I think they might go undefeated again and call me crazy, but I think they might win the national championship. I really? Think they are, if they don't act stupid like they always do yeah. every year in the big game, like – I think they could go undefeated for sure. But... Yeah, because J.J. McCarthy, like, I don't know why nobody's talking about him, but the yeah. dude is a monster. I'm just, I just actually pulled their backs. I just pulled their schedule up. It's just really tough because they play Penn State on the road, then they had to play their rival, who they have embarrassed the last couple of years. So I feel like, uh, like it's going to be tough to win both of those games because – Penn State's going to be really good this year. That's why I think I think they'll lose one of those games, but I could see that I could see them not though. I could see them like what your prediction. I could see them going undefeated as well. It's just hard telling. It is, man. It's very hard. Um, but right now, if I had to choose a team that I'm most confident in, I'm going Michigan to win the whole thing, and that's hard for me because. You already called this out about Ethan, but I'd cheer for Notre Dame, too. Yeah. Partially because IU sucks. But yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I got to switch the bandwagon there. But um, we got Michigan State at 4.5 wins. Mm, I don't know. They're pretty bad. I, I would say... 
they're again they're in the uh they're in the gauntlet of the uh Big Ten West. Or sorry, Big Ten East. So they lost their quarterback too, Peyton Thorne, which I feel like he was actually pretty good. I'm gonna say they win five games, so over. No, I just want I wanna say four. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll win. They'll win. They'll, they'll win their gimme games, and they might steal. I think they'll win four. I'm gonna say they win four too. So I'm going under on that one. I I'm not not confident in them at all. I think their coach he had one good season, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna assign you to like a massive deal, um, which is just silly. Um, we got Minnesota at seven wins. Mm, I'm going to go with a push there. Man, I'm going to go. Man. I'm going under. I think they're going to be 500. Um, it's going to be close. The toss up game is going to be them versus Illinois. Because mm-hmm. um, that could go either way, but I yeah. think they're definitely losing to Iowa, Michigan, North Carolina, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. They'll lose to all of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Illinois—that's that's what's going to make them or break them. Um, we got Nebraska at six wins. I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go over this one. I think they'll win like seven games. Because, I mean, they're in a weaker division, and they don't have, a, like, an absurdly tough schedule, actually, it looks like. So, I think they go – I think they win seven games. Man. And they, they don't really have, like, a very tough uh, non-conference either. We say this every year about them. I know. And then they just freaking suck, man. Uh their non-conference schedule, though, is a joke. They play Colorado, Northern Illinois, and Louisiana Tech. I guess, like, primetime could make Colorado better, but I think, like, still, they're not going to be a good football team. Mm-hmm. Um, man. I'm with you. Like, I see, like, eight games they could – like definitely win. Um, I'm gonna say that they go seven or no. It's Nebraska. That's why I said seven. If it was okay. any other team, if it was a, another good team in the Big Ten, I would say eight because their schedule is not hard. Yeah, I'm gonna. I say think they, I yeah. They'll beat Colorado, Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech, Northwestern. Um. Purdue, then, probably Purdue, because Purdue's kind of taking a big step back. No, they won't beat Purdue. They'll lose to I don't Purdue. know. I don't know, man. I, I'm Purdue's... saying under, man. I can't trust yeah. them, even though the Matt Rule effect's coming in. Uh, definitely. I mean, it. I think Purdue could beat them, but yeah, it's they are. That's another team that's taking a step back. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think seven, man. It's a lot of games that they could win. I don't think they're gonna beat Michigan or Illinois. Or Wisconsin, but I think uh, 
I think they could. That's you know seven wins. That's I don't think that's a tall task, man. We're gonna we're gonna differ on this because I see this every year and they suck every year. I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not even upset about it because I hate. Nevada. They do have a new coach, man. I know they have the same excuse. Oh, we got a new coach. Oh, we got a new quarterback. Oh, Adrian Martinez. Yeah. Who was their last coach? He freaking was terrible, dude. Frost, I think. Frost. Was it Frost. Oh man, he was freaking awful, man. Yeah. We got Northwestern, which they're, man, this program has taken a huge hit this year. Like all those <coughs> allegations, man, they're definitely going under 3.5, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, they'll be, man, I only see, so they play Utah, Utah and Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only see them probably beating them and then probably losing the rest of their games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Ohio State at 10.5. Over. Man, I'm going under. Really? I'm going to say. You say that they're not losing to Notre Dame. Come on, man. They're, they're losing. Come on, man. Yeah, they're Come losing. On. We need some honesty here, man. Come on. Dude, I'm being 100% honest. Just, just be honest, man. Come on. <laughs> Notre Dame's going undefeated this year, man. <laughs> we have this guy called Sam Hartman. And, yeah. We're going undefeated. We're winning the possibly the national championship. We'll probably play Michigan in there. But, uh Yeah. Yeah, I think this is Notre Dame's year, man. And I'm not even joking around about that, but because here's the thing: is C.J. Stroud's gone, and C.J. Stroud was a beast, and he couldn't like be he he like really struggled against Notre Dame. Number one, if we didn't have Tyler Buckner, which mm-hmm. he was completely inept, man, um, and like he can't pass the football. So we were so one-dimensional. Teams would just lock down the run. But we actually have a quarterback who could pass the ball this year. So I'm going to say they lose the Notre Dame. So um, you think that Ohio State will lose the Notre Dame and someone else? Yeah, they'll lose the Michigan too. Oh, man. For the third year? And then they they might lose the Penn State. I don't know, man. I don't think – I think they only lose one game. Yeah, I'm saying they're either going nine and three or ten and two. I think they could lose to Michigan or Penn State. I don't know if they'll lose to Notre Dame, but we'll see. We'll That's see. That's my bold prediction. We got Notre Penn. Dame. I hear all the hype, and then they 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 poop their pants when in the big games. Dude, not this year, man. Not this year. We got Penn State at nine point five. I'm going to go over because I think uh, I can only see them losing like two of those. Well, I can see them losing a few of those games, but like really the Ohio State Michigan games are like the games that are like, okay, we're not for sure if they'll win that game or those games or not. But I think they go 10 and 2. 10 and 2 or 11 and 1. I think, but I think they'll go 10 and 2. 9 and 3 at the worst, I think. I'm going to say under, and I'm saying they're going 9-3. and three. Really? Yep. Who do you think they lose to besides Ohio State and Michigan? I think it would be Iowa. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Uh, looks like at be, home. I was going to be the real deal. It is at home. But this Cade McNamara effect, man, Michigan did him dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, because... Yeah, they get J.J. The team he lost to was the Bulldogs, which everybody lost to the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're done with you. Um, but, yeah. We got um, Purdue at five wins. Um, I'm going to say push on that. Let me see here. So, yeah, your first week you got Fresno State. That's a win. Syracuse, Illinois, Indiana, Northwestern. Ooh. Here. Yeah, this is – I'm going to say six and six. I'm saying over. That's very kind of you. I just – I don't know. I, I mean, like, losing Braum was really, really, really tough. But I am kind of excited to see how Hudson Card does. And, um, you know, got that uh, Devin Mockaby is a very solid running back. Like, literally, like, went from walk-on to starter his first year. So I'm really excited about him. Um, I think – I, but I just don't see them, like, winning a lot of games. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think new coach. It's kind of tough. I know Brom did good his first. Like he made a bowl game his first name. Or his uh, his sorry first game like first year. Sorry, <laughs> like I'm a stroke over here. His first year he did good, but um, I don't know. Like we just we lost a lot. <laughs> it's hard when you lose your quarterback. By the way, AOC man, he might he might be a starter in the NFL. Dude, he freaking dominated Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, Trey Lance, he's like Zach Wilson, man. Mm-hmm. He, he's definitely – he's got bust all over him. He's he's not good, man. Uh, yeah. I'm still upset over him because in Survivor League, I picked 49ers to beat the Bears. And, like, of course, Trey Lance and the – Loses to the Bears, you go like, what did they go like three and fourteen last year? Mm-hmm. Like, how did? How are you that bad? But uh, our next one, we have Rutgers four wins. I'm saying mm. under. Um, it's like honestly, it's embarrassing that the Big Ten even brought in Rutgers. I think. And I say this as an IU fan, which is embarrassing because they said I think Rutgers is like something like 13 and 75 in the Big Ten since <laughs> they joined. And I think like three or four of their wins are against IU, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is sad on our part. But um, yeah, they're definitely like, I know they got Shiano and, but. He ain't playing in the Little Leagues anymore. He's playing in the Big Ten, and I just mm-hmm. don't see how they get over four wins. Uh, they play Wagner, which that's in guarantee. Northwestern they'll probably beat, but outside of that, like, I don't know, Indiana, they could 
be, but I don't see anybody really outside of that. They play Temple, which that will be a 500 game, but... I think they go under. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think they'll be like a Northwestern. Yeah, I'm saying under, too. They're just not a good Big Ten team. We got Wisconsin at 8.5 wins over or under. I think that I think over. Yeah, I really like. Who do they? Who do they lose to? I mean, I'm like looking at their schedule right now. Mm. Um, who do they lose to besides? Like most people assume they're going to lose to Ohio State. I'm sure. Who Who else do they lose to? Their like schedule is Cupcake City. Yeah, I think they could go eleven and one. Like man, yeah, they're they're the only team that they really face that. I mean, I guess Washington State wasn't horrible last year. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say eleven and one possibly for them too. Like only losing to Ohio State, so <clears throat> I definitely take the over. In that, yeah. So those are Big Ten totals. Um, I also there's some things I didn't mention to you. And we're almost done on this segment. But I wanted to talk about our college football pick <clears throat> and some of the games. I wanted to get a read on who you're leaning towards, which you could just say who you're leaning. Like, this is an actual, like, pick that you're officially going to make because we're still, like, two weeks away till mm-hmm. technically – college football really really starts but um let me look i think the first game that really intrigued me was south carolina north carolina because just because like drake may's a heisman candidate obviously but i've been reading like spencer rattler has finally taken that next step um according to like a lot of people and like they actually think he's going to be just a monster this year. So who would you lean in that matchup? Because I, this one's like super tough for me. Mm-hmm. I would pick I would pick UNC <coughs> without yeah. knowing a whole without knowing a whole lot about South Carolina. But I would just stick with UNC. I feel like they're always pretty solid like no okay they're not always good but like they're they're pretty solid football program i think they get overshadowed by their basketball program but i'd pick unc yeah i mean they they got a guy who could win the heisman that's the thing so he's obviously gonna put up points we don't know if south carolina could put up points yeah but the thing is last year it's like north carolina let everybody put up points it seemed mm-hmm. like so that was their problem. Like, yeah, they could score points, but yeah, they allowed points at an all time mm-hmm. high, which is like weird for a Mac Brown team. Um but that was that was my one game that I'm kinda like just a little iffy about. Mm-hmm. We got also yeah, I already said who I think's gonna win this game, but surprisingly we got Purdue versus Fresno State. Purdue, baby. Purdue. Yeah. I'm honestly, like, 
Are you like surprised that's even in there? Um, I mean, like for your like for what you were picking, like yeah, the like, games you were worried about, or like, like just... usually they put games in here that they think are gonna be like really really close. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I would say I would say like I like the home field advantage. It is the first game of the season for both. Well, for Purdue, I know that. I don't know about if Fresno State plays Week Zero, but yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I and I just want to throw out here. So I've done this two times. And the two times I've done this, guess guess who ended up winning the whole thing? Me. This guy. This guy, as in me. As in me. I I picked the most college football wins each time. <coughs> you got the NFL, but I got the college football. You got the bowl. I was pretty close in college football, though. You did. You finished second last year. When I, was and I think I missed a few picks. Like I, what I didn't pick a few games or something. Maybe they, like maybe I forgot or something like that. But I, I was close. I was right on your tail the whole time. Nobody was catching me in NFL. I was just consistently just dominating. You weren't, man. You were. I'm going back to the thing. Going back to the Brandon Freimeyer over our hundred five champions. Shucks. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could repeat what happened last year, man. I don't I know, think... man. I didn't, I didn't even participate in the NBA hey, playoffs. Hey, hey, listen. So, Zach Pierce, he, I think he won three or four his first year. <coughs> Guess how many he won last year? None. He got zero, man. I think hopefully it's not the number one ranked curse, man. Hopefully you're not uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel in all these leagues this year. And some guy's going to come in and take your place like myself. But I think, yeah, I think this is going to be my year, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I haven't seen it. (sighs) We got one last game that I want to talk about. And I think this could be, I, I think it has upset alert, alert all over it, but we got UTSA at the Houston Cougars. <coughs> Who would you take in that? Uh, probably Houston. Man, see, like, I think UTSA might win this because they you have that, so? like, seventh-year quarterback who's actually, like, <laughs> seventh year. pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he can't he keeps on coming back for these NIL deals and he's making a killing and he's probably like he could make the league. I well, I just want to say one thing about the over under thing. Do you can you can you explain what happened um for the bull mania? I mean, come on, that was epic fashion. <laughs> I was texting you the entire time that last like those that last few days of the bowl games. It was it was a close call, but like just do you remember what happened? 
Man, I do remember. Here's the thing. That was, like, absolutely insane um, because, like, you had to have so many things happen your way. So you had to have Tulane. I think they, like, came back from, like, 17 down to USC and, Mm -hmm. like, end up winning. So, yeah, so basically, yeah, it was – and Let me kind of like you had to have Utah or Penn State beat Utah, which Utah like smacked USC, so everybody was high on Utah. And then here's what I yeah, and then Georgia because you went back to back, and I think both years there was like something close to twenty guys who were playing. Yes, in it. so basically I was I was down and. To, and then obviously it's a point based pick'em. So like you emphasize the points. And I had a huge amount of points, I think, on um uh I or like it, I don't know. The math basically the math was like, you know, points like available. To, I had I think I we both picked USC, but the other person had so many points on USC. So Tulane, because they won that game, that was a crazy bowl game. Uh, basically, like, kind of helped me out. And the last thing, like, to very because like I knew that that other person was going to pick Georgia to win it all. Like, who who wasn't going to pick Georgia? You know, yeah. over TCU. So I just I picked Georgia because like that's guaranteed points. But with the Penn State Utah game, I picked Utah and. I switched it to Penn State last second. Like, I mean, I'm talking one minute before you could, like, you could lock your pick in. Because I, I was just gambling. I'm like, you know what? If I if I pick Utah, I'm still going to lose. So I, I got I, I, I got to pick – I have to pick Penn State. And I felt like I, – I was kind of, like, guessing on what they were going to pick. And so I picked Penn State. And then I ended up winning – Man. Because of that Penn State-Utah game. Also, I'll tell you another game that really, really helped you out was TCU beating Michigan. Because oh, yeah. I think you barely put points on Michigan, I'm pretty yes. sure. But and they put points everybody on. everybody had like 40-something points mm-hmm. on Michigan. So TCU really, really helped you out in that game. That it's was- very important to rank everything appropriately, you know. I think my biggest thing was I ranked so many points on um uh I think I had 43 points on Jackson State and they just blew like that was like the most I had I think and they just they lost it in C Central or whatever. I was oh, so yeah, mad about that. Man. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to rank it right, you know. You have to you have to pretty much put the points where it matters. I had a lot of points on Georgia. I know yeah. that. So that's one of my favorite things to do every year is I, I love that time of year, Bowl Mania, where all the, like, pretty evenly matched teams are facing each other. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, our last thing I want to talk about is what do you think? We all have our um, things that, you know, we're not perfect 100% of the time, but what do you think was your <laughs> biggest uh mistake made last year and one of the 
in one of the champ or tournaments that we played last year. Because I, I know at the top of the back which one you messed up in. I just want I, to you I already know. Are you going to talk about the NFL uh, elimination challenge? Oh, oh, no. I'm not talking about that one. Because my, my mistake was, I think, in week one, I'm trying to remember. I think I picked the Jaguars. And they lo- they lost. I think I picked the Jack. No, I was no, trying to you p- went with the Panthers. I'm pretty. Sure. That was the. That's right. I was thinking about the Jaguars, and I picked the Panthers. Either way, I I was a bad pick, and I was like, yeah, surely they'll win this game, you know. And then I'll move on to week two, and then I can pick an easier because you can't pick the same team more than once. Here, that, that was a big mistake. Here's my thing for you. As you said that you wouldn't let your heart get in the way of this pick, that you knew this wouldn't happen. And we went on the podcast, and you said, Purdue basketball is going to win the national championship. I said that before, like right before the tournament, right? Yeah. I didn't say that before the season started. But, I, yeah, I did say that. But I will tell you, I thought they were going to win it all after the season that they had. And, I mean, that 16 seed beating a one seed, that's the second time it's ever happened. <laughs> but, that was the uh, biggest one, man. That's but nobody picked survivor, that. Man. Nobody picked a 16 seed beating a one seed. Man, I, you know what's sad is I can't even remember, like, what team that was that beat you guys. Like, they're so irrelevant i can't even like <laughs> remember their names yeah but i think if they would have gotten past that team i think they would have been fine because everyone was like oh memphis is gonna beat them well memphis didn't even make it to the second round i and i think their quad their quadrant was so pretty easy because yeah, i think a nine a nine seed went to the yeah yeah i just i just think it was honestly it was a fluke and i I stand by what I, I thought they would win it all. Like, who's going to guard Zach Eady? And I guess the solution is for to hope that every player on Purdue forgets how to shoot a three-point shot that's oh, wide man. open with 10 seconds to, you know, of space, you know. So I don't think that's going to happen next year, man. I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be really, really solid um... – I think they'll be a Final Four team. It's really hard to say they'll win it all this year. I told Ethan at the gym they would, but that's just my optimism. But I think they'll be a Final Four team, but I just think there's too many good teams this year. Kansas, Michigan State, Arizona. There's, like, so many, like, solid basketball teams, like, going into this year. There there are. Uh, March Madness, like... The dude who won this year, he had, like, Miami going all the way. Like, nobody could predict the chaos that happens in that tournament. It's going to be somebody random, like UConn again. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- thanks for doing the podcast, man. Honestly, appreciate you uh, devoting your time to this. And I always have a blast with you, man. Is there any tournament – this year that you want to win more than any other. Say that one more time. 
like, you know, all the leagues we play in, is there any league that you want to win more the most out of all the things we participate in this year? Fantasy football, man, because I love, like, drinking your guys' tears, man. <laughs> what? I love drinking your guys' tears of, you know, while I win fantasy football, you know. Just it's just satisfying to beat everyone in fantasy football. It is, man. I think basically it is very personal for a lot of people, but I love it. I I love it too, man. That that would probably be my biggest one. I'd like taking that ball mania title away from you too, but yeah, we'll see, man. I'm super excited. We got um, the survival. which one do you think's the hardest to win? I'd probably say it'd be. Between the three, I think fantasy football, bowl mania, and March Madness, those are the three hardest. I'd probably say yeah, bowl mania is tough because of the the ranking thing. Like you have to specifically put how many points you think that that's worth. You know. Yeah, and there's it's it's other things that go into effect too. It's like um, who's like sitting out for teams like. There's a bunch of factors that you have to go into play, but I'm excited, man. We got Survivor League coming up. We got the NFL total wins, college football total wins, and we got our fantasy football league coming up, which I'm I'm glad you get to draft this year, man, because basically I knew you were going to use that as a scapegoat if you weren't going to win this year. Like, well, I didn't get to, well, yeah. I didn't get to draft, but – well, here's the thing. Now that I can draft, I'm going to win, so there will be no scapegoat. <laughs> so there's nothing to worry about there, man. I, I won't wait. be able to go to the draft thing, but I will be drafting from home, and you know, I will, uh, I will enjoy, you know, winning the draft as well. <laughs> I'll look at my team and like, huh, I won that draft. No, I'm just kidding. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun, man. It is, man. We're only 11 days away, so I'm super pumped about this. But once again, thanks for joining, man. And until next time. All right. See you, Wolf. Later, champ.